Hello and welcome to the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, a podcast that seeks to answer the question of what are we even doing here from a biblical perspective. We are part of the Christian Podcast Community. You can check out this and many other great podcasts at ChristianPodcastCommunity.org. My name is Daryl and the Word of God says from Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God to salvation to all who believe, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. And that is the Word of God. Now, I just want to tell you that I am coming to you recording in a mobile unit. Yes, I wanted to get a podcast out to you today or at some point. I don't know, whenever you listen to it. Uh, but I haven't had time during the week. I've been studying for a final for my Doctrine of God class, and it has been, you know, normal life crazy week. So I haven't had time to sit down and actually record. So I'm sitting down now, so hopefully this comes out and with decent sound quality. But I just wanted to jump on and tell you about the gospel that I'm not ashamed of. Are you ashamed of the gospel? Christian, do you take every opportunity you have? And now I will admit that I don't take every opportunity I have to share the gospel, but I need to. So if you could be praying for me for that. What if we started praying for each other to share the gospel? We started praying for all Christians around the world to not be ashamed to share the gospel because it is the power of God for salvation, that Jesus Christ, that God the Father sent God the Son to live a perfect, righteous life for God so loved the world. He gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So eternal life could be had. But we are sinners. We deserve hell. We deserve to be on that cross. Nails to our wrists and feet and pierced and suffer hell. But God so loved the world. And this is the power. This is his power. For the righteous shall live by faith. Faith in what? Faith in the finished work of Jesus Christ for our salvation, his perfect life. He lived, he, he never sinned. You know, I was having family devotions the other day, and I was teasing my kids. I said, Jesus didn't sin except that one sin, right? What was it? And my kids were like, look at me funny. Because they know that Jesus never sinned. He lived a perfect, righteous, holy life, perfectly obedient to the Father, his active obedience and we need that because we need to be perfectly obedient. But we aren't. We are fallen creatures. We, even as Christians, as believers, we still sin. So we continually need to be in Christ, to be covered by his righteousness. This isn't a righteousness of our own. This isn't a perfection of our own. This isn't an obedience of our own. It is the obedience of Jesus Christ that we that we hide in. We, we go into... We're in Christ, and we are new creations. We are being made holy. This is a process of sanctification by the Holy Spirit. But we don't have no righteousness in and of ourselves. We need the righteousness of Christ. We need his perfect life. We need his perfection to cover us. So when God looks at us, he sees his son, the son that died for our sins, the son that took the atoning death on the cross for sinners who believe Christian. Is this what you believe? Are you ashamed of this? Are you ashamed to tell your neighbor, your friend, your family member that they too can be saved, that they too can flee the wrath of God because the wrath was taken out on his son? Are we ashamed to tell people that? Because this is beautiful news. Why are we afraid at times to tell people this? Why are we afraid to have these conversations with people who we love? Do we truly love them? And we know from reading the scriptures that we won't save them then we can't convince them. We are to just deliver this message. I hate sales. 
I don't like doing sales. I have to, it's part of my job. My full-time job is to try to upsell. But sometimes it's not comfortable. I, I don't know why. You know, some people are good at it, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with being a salesman. But I don't enjoy selling. You know, if it's something that people need, yes, definitely. It's something people want, yes, definitely. But sometimes it's, I don't know. But, but with the gospel, this is what I love about the gospel, is we don't have to sell it. We just have to tell it. Yeah, and that rhymes. I'm a little rhyming right now. So we just tell people about what Jesus has done. We deliver the news. And, and yes, we, we call them to repent, to, to believe, but we can't make that happen. No matter how clever our speech is, and yes, there, there are better ways to, to express the gospel, to tell people of the good news. But at the end of the day, it's not us, it's the Holy Spirit. It's the Spirit's work in the heart through the power of the gospel, the proclamation of the gospel. And, and God, we, we plant, we can water, we see, but God makes it grow. And that should be an assuring thing to us as Christians who are sharing the gospel. Is we just need to tell people. We just need to tell people. Listen to them. Listen to what they have to say. Always be ready to give a defense of what we believe. And ask questions. You know, I noticed this in the gospels. That Jesus is always asking questions. Questions keep conversations going. Instead of making statements all the time, like, no, you're wrong because, no, you're wrong because. Draw out questions. People that disagree with you, people from other faiths, uh, people who claim to be atheists, agnostics, ask, agnostic, agnostics, uh, ask them why they believe what they believe. And just keep drawing out their questions. This exposes their worldview. This exposes that they can't stand on their worldview at the end of the day. They need to borrow from the Christian worldview in order to believe what they believe. There's an imbalance there. They're, they're most world, well, all worldviews that aren't Christian worldviews are inconsistent. So we can expose the inconsistency in a loving way by simply asking questions in, in a loving manner. So, and get, get to the point. What's the point? What's the foundation? Why do you believe what we believe? We believe what we believe because it's true. <laughs> and because Jesus is the foundation of all truth. He is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by Him, but through Him. We need to go through Christ. And we need not be ashamed. If you're a new Christian, you know, I've noticed with new Christians a lot, and this was the way it was with me, is, and maybe it's just the way God made me, but as soon as I believed, I wanted everybody to know. And I was probably more apt. And I share the gospel quite frequently now. I mean, you know, you see me on the social, social media sharing the word, the gospel, the word of God. But when I came to the Lord and I knew nothing, really, that's when I was very on fire and wanted to share. So that's a common thing. But sometimes that, that slows down as you, you know, are a Christian longer. I hope not. But it's been over 10 years now, 10 years and a week, since I, since the Lord opened my eyes, opened my mind, granted me repentance. And it's a struggle, but I still want that fire kindled to tell others. And that's what I want for you, 
is to be able to tell others wherever you're at. Now you don't have to go out to the street corner and proclaim it with with a with a bullhorn standing on a box. You you don't need to do that. You might not be called to do that. Um, there are those who are called that need to go, and I believe that we need to go to the highways and the hedges and preach the gospel because not everybody's just going to walk into your church. So we need those people. We need those who are called to be evangelists out on the streets, handing out tracts, having these conversations with strangers. But you have a feel that it's white for harvest right where you're at, where you work, where you live in your neighborhood, and your family. We need not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ. We have the words of eternal life. We, we know the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for our sins. And he died for others too. So we need to tell those others. It is shameful that we don't. It is, it is shameful that we don't take those opportunities. We need to pray that others have opportunities, that we have courage, boldness, and the love of Christ to go and love people as he did. And we need not be ashamed of what we, what we know. We need not fear man. Because that's what holds us back a lot is, oh, well, this person is my, my friend, my family member. I'm going to see them a lot. I don't want them to start not liking me. I don't want them to not be my friend anymore. And I, those things I go through as well. But what's the cost? What, what is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? You know, so what is it to, to gain a friendship but their soul gets lost? We can spend eternity with them. This is a blip on the screen right now. And we don't have to do it in a hurtful way. But they're going to reject the message. But we can, I have friends that are still friends with me, I think, that don't believe. But I've shared the gospel with them. But I need to do it more with others. I'm afraid. So it's, it's a fear of man. But it's also a love of self. It's the same thing. So we fear man. We love ourselves because we want to be liked. We don't want this person to reject me, to, to think I'm crazy for, for loving a, a man that died on a cross that I believe rose from the dead. So some people think it's crazy. You know, it's foolishness to those who are perishing. But to, to those who are being saved, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and we don't know if they're going to be saved or not. We just need to trust the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to trust God that he says he will do what he will do. And he can do it. He saved you. Right? He saved me. Someone told us at one point. You know, maybe you grew up in the church and you heard it your whole life. And it's awesome. But you still heard the word. People weren't ashamed. But some of you out there might be like me. Well, a friend just gave you a movie that had the gospel message in it. And you watched it. And so the Lord worked on you, brought you to repentance and faith. Go do likewise. Go do the same. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of man. Don't love yourself. Love others as Christ has loved you. And it's easy to say. It's hard to do. But it's what has to be done. This world is perishing. But there are, Jesus has his sheep out there. He knows his sheep. And the sheep know him. And we need to, Call to them by what he has given us to call to them with. And that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus lived a perfect, righteous life. One that we are called to live. God says, be holy as I am holy. And Jesus was holy, but we are not holy. So there's a problem. We deserve hell. We deserve to be punished for that. We, we reject God. He is, we're enemies of God. We are at enmity with him. Yet at the right time, Christ died for us. When we were yet still sinners, we were his enemy. Yet Christ died for his enemy. He laid down his life 
not just for his friends, but for his enemies. And he was, he died on the cross. He was buried. After three days, he rose from the dead and he is risen. He is in heaven now, seated at the right hand of God the Father. Because he rose from the dead, we who believe will rise. We will resurrect. We will have a new, new heavens and a new earth when Jesus comes again. Because it's not done. He's not staying in heaven. He's coming again to judge the quick and the dead. That is the living and the dead. And his kingdom will have no end. But that judgment when he comes back, it's not this judgment of now you, you plead your case. No. There's no time to plead your case. You are guilty or innocent. And the only way we can be innocent in the eyes of a holy God is if we are righteous in Christ. We put on his righteous robe. Because he took our, gar- our garment of filth on the cross. And now we get to be adopted as sons and daughters of God. And live with him and reign with him forever and ever. What glorious great news that is. That is the gospel the power of salvation to all who believe. The Jew first and also the Greek. So do you believe? I pray that you do. And if you don't, turn to Christ and live. Turn to Christ now and live. This is the time. There's no other time right now. Today is the day of salvation. So please turn to Christ and live. I, I hope that you check out other podcasts in the Christian Podcast Community, Christian Podcast Community.org. Thank you all for continuing to support my seminary training. First semester is almost done. It'll be wrapping up by next week. If I have an episode, it'll be on to the fall semester. Bang, bang, bang. (laughs) Let's get get it done. Um, So thank you for your prayers for that. I hope to have some guests on and find some time to get some guests, some new guests. I contacted a few good brothers in Christ to hopefully come on. And help you guys. If you have suggestions of guests, please let me know. Contact me on Twitter at Daryl Updike or at, at what are we even D1, whichever. Or you can t- find me on Facebook. That's really the only social media I'm doing right now. Any suggestions of guests or topics, or if you'd like to be a guest, please let me know. Let's let's share your story. Let, let people hear what God is doing in your life to encourage other brothers and sisters in Christ. And let's, let's keep sharing the gospel. So until next time, I pray you continue to seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. And as always, drive safe, Grady. So I'm sitting down now. I hate sales.